Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. On the Northeastern University campus in Boston. Some area prosecutors are critical of a new election integrity unit at the Virginia Attorney General's office. I'm Mike Marilla. Latest inflation report was wicked at best. On Wall Street, the Dow closed down 1276. Asian stocks tanking this morning as well. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by NHTSA. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. The explosion of a small package slightly injured an employee of Northeastern University in Boston Tuesday evening. WBZ-TV's Ken McLeod. Members of the bomb squad suited up and sirens echoed across the Northeastern campus. Two packages in there. One of them apparently detonated. The injuries there. Second package is unexploded. Students told us they heard nothing until after they saw police and firefighters arriving outside. And as soon as that happens, instantly the fire alarm starts going off. So we all exit the building as soon as we could. But Northeastern is now confirming that a staff member sustained a minor arm injury when they opened a package that had been delivered to Holmes Hall and it detonated. Tens of thousands of train conductors and engineers could walk off the job as early as Friday. CBS's Chris Van Cleve says a strike would quickly affect the economy. About 30% of America's freight, one-third of all of the stuff that gets moved uh, would be at risk here. That's about a $2 billion a day hit to the economy. And as we saw with the ports, when the ports were full and you saw those ships backing up, that's what you could see to American cargo, American freight. Thousands of people east of Los Angeles were told to evacuate after heavy rains created fast-moving mudslides. More from CBS's Mark Strassman. On a mountain road, you're watching disasters creep. Suddenly surge into a river of mud roughly 70 miles east of Los Angeles. Buried under tons of muck, homes, cars, everything. One person is missing. The coffin of Queen Elizabeth has arrived at Buckingham Palace in London on her final journey from Balmoral Castle in Scotland, where she died on Thursday. CBS's Charlie Daggett is outside the palace. The atmosphere has become more somber here now that the Queen has returned to London. That private reception for the Queen that took place behind us involved just about every senior member of the royal family, including Prince William and Kate, and importantly, Prince Harry and his wife, Meghan. Former independent counsel Ken Starr has died in Houston at age 76. He led the investigation into Bill Clinton's affair with Monica Lewinsky. He spoke about it in 2018. I had a duty. I had a responsibility. I will say, and I've said it many times, I regret all the pain that resulted to so many, including to the nation. Starr had been a federal judge and the U.S. Solicitor General. The Los Angeles Dodgers have won the National League West title, beating the Arizona Diamondbacks 4 to nothing in Phoenix. And it was an ugly day on Wall Street. The Dow closed off almost 4%. NASDAQ off more than 5%. This is CBS News. Never miss a moment. Top news from WTOP 24-7, 365. Listen on air, on Alexa, and on the WTOP app. There's still time for business owners to claim their federal aid under the Employee Retention Tax Credit Program. Cash refunds of up to $26,000 per employee are available for employers who continue to pay their employees during the COVID epidemic. You can claim the credit even if you received a PPP loan. The licensed CPAs and tax professionals at Ferguson, Timar & Associates have been serving business owners across the country for over 15 years. 
You listen to WTOP for the latest news, traffic, and weather in your car. But what about when you're not behind the wheel? Download the WTOP News app to listen wherever you are. Eating breakfast, out for a run, or at work. Plus, sign up for news alerts, create a personalized news feed, and register for rewards. 24-7, 365. Never miss a moment with the WTOP app. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org, insured by NCUA. WTOP at 303. Good Wednesday morning. Welcome to the middle of your week, September 14th, 2022. Mostly sunny, very pleasant today with low humidity. A high of 83 before we're done. 68 you're waking up to right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along through your Wednesday midweek morning ride. While most of the Fairfax County Board of Supervisors voted in favor this week of renaming Lee Highway and Lee Jackson Memorial Highway, not everyone was on board as controversy surrounds the highways named after Confederate leaders. Why are we spending this cost when there's no clear demonstrated support from the community to change? Supervisor Pat Harrity was the only board member who voted against the recommendation to rename Lee Highway as Route 29 and Lee Jackson Highway as Route 50. Following the 9-1 vote, the recommendation now heads to the Commonwealth Transportation Board. Chairman Jeff McKay is hopeful it will get a final green light to end controversy over the highways named after Confederate leaders. You know, I've talked to a lot of people in our community and the, the sentiment has also been very strong that it's time to reckon with our past and, and modernize Fairfax and make this a much more welcoming, inclusive community. Annalisa Gale, WTOP News. Meantime, the Confederate Memorial located at Arlington National Cemetery will be dismantled and taken down if Congress accepts the recommendation recently of an independent commission. The Confederate Memorial stands amid more than 400 Confederate graves on the nation's most hallowed ground. Now the naming commission, which has recommended renaming military bases bearing Confederate names, says the bronze memorial should be removed. The Confederate Memorial was erected in 1914 with funds raised by the United Daughters of the Confederacy. The elaborately designed monument includes the statue of a woman symbolizing the South and relief sculpture figures, which include sanitized depictions of slavery. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. New this morning on WTOP, gun education assemblies will soon be held locally, we're told this morning, in every Montgomery County high school. Now, the school system is said to be teaming with county police and county state's attorney's office as well to put the assemblies on in the coming days and weeks. According to a recent letter sent to high school families, the assemblies will discuss gun laws and the consequences of breaking them and offer strategies for young people to solve problems without actually resorting to violence. Another goal, they say, is to help students recognize the signs that another student may choose violence to hurt themselves or others. Parents are being asked to reinforce these messages at home. Now, families can choose to opt their child out of this, the assemblies, by contacting their child's school. It's 3.06 on WTOP. Virginia's Republican Attorney General says that he has announced the formation of a special unit which will combat election fraud, and he believes it should have bipartisan support. But that, well, that doesn't seem to be the case among some Northern Virginia prosecutors. A political stunt is what the Loudoun County Commonwealth Attorney Buda Bibarai, a Democrat, is calling the formation of the Election Integrity Unit. What is the data behind it to suggest that there is a problem? Can't we use our tax 
dollars a little bit differently. Responding to the criticism, Attorney General Jason Miares says it should be um, easy to vote but hard to cheat. He says the unit won't require more resources because it will be made up of an existing election law unit. We're just renaming it and repurposing it and giving it a new new mission about election integrity. We think that's an important thing. I both think everybody on the left and the right should have full confidence in our election system. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Be sure and check out more from the Commonwealth's attorneys of both Loudoun and Fairfax counties about why they consider the new unit a move by Mayars for political gain only on the very latest DMV Download podcast. 307 Traffic and Weather coming right up. Try a new way to travel on Car Free Day. Use transit, ride share, bike, walk, scooter, or telework on Thursday, September 22nd. Take the free pledge at carfreemetrodc.org for special promotions and a free raffle entry for a chance to win great prizes. Even if you're already car free or car light, take the free pledge today and commute with confidence. Visit carfreemetrodc.org. That's Car Free Metro. DC.org. Get a precision AC tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Good Wednesday morning. It's the middle of the week, September 14th. It's 3.08 in the morning on WTOP. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, let's check in now with Carlos Ramirez in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks, Dean. Very good morning to you. Happy Wednesday. If you're headed on the inner loop of the Beltway, keep in mind you've got a handful of work zones here in Virginia as well as in Maryland. But we'll make uh, our trip start off right down here by the Springfield Interchange. As you continue up past Braddock Road, we did have a work zone along the right-hand side near Braddock, but it was taken care of. As of now, you should have all lanes there. Now, as you continue past the Little River Turnpike, approaching Gallows Road, you will start to see them along the right-hand side of the roadway. Once you see them, move to the farmost left lane. It'll be the quickest way to, for you to get by because only that single left lane is what's going to get you by by the time you're up towards 66. Once you're past 66, all lanes will open once again. However, we are still hearing about the mobile work crew that should be there past Route 7, headed towards the Dulles Toll Road. Uh, they did have the left-hand side of the roadway blocked right at the toll road exit earlier. Uh, Maybe the case that they are still out there. Outer loop of the Bellway after the GW Parkway, left lane blocked there. Westbound side of 66, single lane gets by the work crew between Nutley Street and Route 50. Inner loop of the Beltway in Maryland between Old Georgetown Road and Georgia Avenue, single right lane gets by that work zone. No delays because of it. Just keep an eye out for folks trying to access the inner loop because... Uh, Folks coming off of the ramps have to bleed into that single lane. For over 35 years in the DMV, Greenberg and Betterman has helped tens of thousands of clients who've been hurt in auto accidents or victims of medical malpractice. Visit GBLawyers.com and feel better. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 tracking what could be the nicest stretch of weather we've seen in a long time around our region. Going for temperatures that'll start off in the low to mid 50s in the suburbs, 60s in the city, to high temperatures that'll be in the upper 70s to low 80s. So some gorgeous weather on our Wednesday. Same deal Thursday. High on Thursday, about 80. 81 on Friday in the city and on Saturday going for a high temperature of 83 degrees leading into what I think will be a phenomenal weekend. I'm Storm Team 4. Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Right now, we are at 58 degrees at Fort Belvoir, 63 Foggy Bottom. You're waking up to 63 as well in Silver Spring, 3 a.m. hour, Wednesday morning, midweek, September 14th. We're at 68 and holding in our nation's capital. This latest check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Good morning. Glad you're with us. 311 on WTOP. The Invasion of Ukraine. Live updates 24-7, 365. Washington's top news, 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. 1877 cars for kids. K-A-R-S.
Kids. Donate your car today at carsforkids.org. That's cars with a K. Your car, running or not, can be picked up as soon as the next day. You'll get a maximum tax deduction and a vacation voucher. 1-877-CARS-FOR-KIDS. Donate your car today. Now accepting donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate. The buy tech and high multiple growth stocks playbook of the past few years is no longer a winning strategy, but dividend players are outperforming. Have you reviewed your portfolio to meet today's updated market conditions? Every week on the Wise Investor Show, we discuss the latest financial trends and what investors need to know about them. To learn more about how market leadership has shifted and to become a better informed Wise Investor, listen to the Wise Investor Show at thewiseinvestorgroup.com or find us on your favorite podcast app. This is WTOP News. Now to the latest on the war. Ukrainian troops are piling the pressure on retreating Russian forces, pressing deeper into occupied territory, and sending more Kremlin troops fleeing. The rapid troop withdrawal in Kharkiv, the region there, the biggest it is considered, the biggest setback since Moscow's unsuccessful attempt to take the capital city of Kiev in the early days of this war. This morning, WTOP national security correspondent J.J. Green on where the counteroffensive stands right now. It's starting to slow down, but just a bit. But it could be because of the fact that Ukraine, in addition to taking all this territory that they've captured, and, and that's some 2,300 square miles of territory, they now have to start thinking about how to hold this territory. So some of the resources and some of the troops that had been applied to this counteroffensive to take it back, some of them have to be split off and essentially stationed in some of these places to make sure that Russian forces can't mount a comeback. But it's continuing, not as fast as it was. I imagine, according to some sources in Ukraine, that it will pick up speed again. But for today, it's slowing down just a tad bit. Hey, JJ, how big is Ukraine's operation? And how can the forces maintain this kind of lightning pace? Well, what they need to maintain the pace, Hillary, according to military uh, officials that I've spoken to from Ukraine and, and diplomats as well, what they need is a steady stream of the good weapons that they've gotten from the West and the support that they've gotten from the U.S. But they also need the ability to get their troops rested to make sure that they are doing the best that they can to keep this pace up. But they also need to recognize, and they've said this to me, they need to recognize that there are people in these places that they're trying to liberate. So they need to make sure that people know that they're coming, people know what they're doing, so that they can move those people out of harm's way. And that, I've been told, is the biggest thing that they need to do right now, is to make sure that they don't do anything to harm the Ukrainians that are still in these places, to make sure that they can be protected and moved out of harm's way. But what is happening to Russia? military did it simply collapse or what are you hearing signs have been there all along lack of discipline poor planning and definitely absolutely definitely poor intelligence because this counteroffensive surprised even people in the west who've been working with ukraine that it happened so quickly so russia's intelligence has been poor from the very beginning for for thinking first of all that they could take over this country in two to three days an entire country and this country which has such 
that's vitriolic hatred for Russia for what it did in 2014. That thinking was flawed. There was more of that thinking in this process, and they simply weren't prepared. They don't have the tools or the weapons, the resources. They don't have the troops, and they certainly don't have the morale now. So it didn't just collapse. It was cracking all along, and it seemed to just have imploded so far based on what we're seeing now. With the very latest in the war between Russia and Ukraine, that's WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green on Skype at a conversation with Sean and Hillary. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Welcome to the middle of your week. Good Wednesday morning, September 14th. Welcome in sports time at 315 at Rob's turn. Round one in this brief battle of the beltways went to Baltimore as the Nationals fell 4-3 to the Orioles after Hunter Harvey's rough fifth inning and Corey Abbott's high-pitch count three-inning starts that left Dave Martinez apparently a little drowsy. He just worked extremely slow today. You know, we'll talk to him tomorrow about trying to pick up the pace a little, a little bit more. I mean, working like that, it loads your defense to sleep. So we got to just uh, get him to, to pick up the pace a little bit. Luis Garcia doubled and drove in two runs, and Luke Voigt's RBI single was the lone hit with runners in scoring position out of 11 chances. Speaking of wasted scoring chances, D.C. United shut out for the third straight outing, this time a 3-0 defeat in Kansas City. In the other football, the NFL announced the hiring of Brad Edwards as the league CEO of alumni. Edwards played four of his nine NFL seasons here in Washington. His eight-year run as George Mason's athletic director will end next month to begin this new endeavor. A pair of high-profile NFL injuries apparently won't be season-ending. Dallas won't place Dak Prescott on injured reserve and expect him back within the next four games. And in Pittsburgh, T.J. Watt's torn peck won't end his season, but he'll be sidelined roughly six weeks. The WNBA Finals on the brink of being a series sweep as Las Vegas pulled away to beat Connecticut 85-71 behind MVP Asia Wilson's fifth straight 20-point double-double to extend her own playoff record. The Aces can close out the best-of-five series Thursday nights. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Thanks, Rob. As always, 317 Wednesday morning on WTOP. Among the top stories we're following for you, the latest inflation report was wicked at best, coming in hotter than expected in Tuesday, trading with steep prices everywhere you turn. Wall Street lost between 4 and 5% on the news. A financial planner telling WTLP, though, this is not the right time to be moving your portfolio around, urging you to set tight overseas this morning. At this hour, the Nikkei is down by 796 points. Shanghai down 26 points. The Hang Seng is down almost 450. The coffin of Queen Elizabeth II has arrived officially at Buckingham Palace from Scotland as the hearse traveled through the drizzly streets of London. Large crowds continue to line the entire route to bid the Queen a final farewell. The formal funeral is on Monday of next week. Final batch of primaries before the midterms held this week on Tuesday, last night in New Hampshire, Rhode Island, and Delaware. And a lot of attention is being paid right now to New Hampshire's GOP Senate race to pick a challenger to Democrat Maggie Hassan. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. Wednesday morning, September 14th, where the time now is 3.18. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, let's check in now with Carlos Ramirez in the WTOP Traffic Center. 
Thanks so much, Dean. If you're headed on the eastbound side of I-66, headed just past the exit for exit 52, that's the 29 in Centerville. Looks like the left lane is still blocked through that area. Stay to the right as you head past uh, 28. Should have that single right lane getting by. Uh, as you continue past the 28 exit, as you approach the Fairfax County Parkway, you should be just fine. As you make your way towards the Bellway itself, the ramp that uh, takes you onto the inner loop of the Bellway is still blocked as of now. Uh, so do keep that in mind. You will not be able to access the express lanes right now from the eastbound side of 66. Inner loop of the Bellway. Work zone blocks three lanes along the right-hand side. You've got a single lane getting by as you head up towards 66 and we we're just hearing over the scanners a few moments ago that they may have a crash on the inner loop of the beltway near 66 now since you only have that single lane it's possible that they are able to move those vehicles into the actual work zone to get them out of the way but it's also possible that uh temporary stoppages might happen there if they do end up finding a crash in that single lane inner loop of the beltway in maryland from old georgetown road over towards georgia avenue just a single right lane getting by right now no real delays but of course as you hit the bigger curves through that area which are uh, uh, difficult to maneuver to begin with. Uh, since you only have that single lane, things will get a little bit crowded. You're going to accordion a little bit through some of those spots. And of course, as folks try to make their way onto the inner loop from, say, Connecticut Avenue or 355, those ramps will back up as well. For over 35 years in the DMV, Greenberg and Betterman has helped tens of thousands of clients who've been hurt in auto accidents or victims of medical malpractice. Visit GBLawyers.com and feel better. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. We are looking at a cool start, at least for this time of month. Those temperatures will be a little bit below average early in the morning. Some areas will be down into the low to mid-50s for your Wednesday morning. So uh, maybe need a jacket at the bus stop, but you won't need it long. The sun comes up, warms things very quickly. Going for high temperature in the upper 70s to low 80s. and going 82 in the city with low humidity. On Thursday, high of 80 degrees, more sunshine. Friday, 81. Sunshine will continue to be abundant. And then on Saturday, going for a high temperature of 83. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. 64 degrees. You're waking up this early 3 a.m. hour, Sue, Annapolis. 63, Bowie, 61, Leesburg. We are right now at 62 degrees. Now, having dropped a few degrees the last few minutes in our nation's capital, this 3 a.m. check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Good morning. Welcome in. It's 321 on WTOP. And now from WTOP's Small Business September series presented by Eagle Bank, here's Ryan A. Bear, CEO of Intrepid Solutions. We looked at a number of different banks, but one of the things we gravitated towards was their knowledge of the space from a government contracting perspective and really the partnership. Something that Jeff and I talked about before is Growth isn't always a 45-degree line that goes upward. There's peaks, there's valleys, but you need the partnership on both sides to grow the company at scale through different periods of time, whether that's traditional financing, winning new contracts, standing those up. We've been fortunate to do that, but also when we changed our strategy and shifted our focus to M&A and started acquiring other companies as we graduated the small business arena to a large business size. To hear more of this interview, visit WTOP and search Small Business September. To learn more about how Eagle Bank can help your business grow, go to EagleBankCorp.com. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Eagle Bank, building business, building relationships. After midnight. 
You're with WTOP, Dean Lane. People are driving from all over to take advantage of Diamonds Direct's incredible finance offer. For a limited time, you can make any purchase and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. Imagine that $4,000 pair of diamond stud earrings for just $68 a month. That $10,000 designer ring for just $168 a month. With this offer, you don't have to compromise. But hurry, this is a limited time offer. Five years, zero interest. Start your forever with Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Get details at DiamondsDirect.com. Approved credit. This is WTOP News. Turning now to an update here at WTOP to a tragic local story in Culpeper where a middle school teacher and his wife were found dead. The bodies of Daniel Garrison and Stacy Garrison, a married couple, were found in a home by Culpeper police last week. And we've just learned new information about the injuries they had. They both had gunshot wounds. Police say they are not looking for any suspects, but they say it's still under investigation as detectives continue gathering evidence to determine how it all unfolded. The situation has left students and staff members at Auburn Middle School in complete shock. That's where Daniel Garrison worked as a science teacher. In a statement, the principal said, quote, we will do everything we can to help them through this experience. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. In my rehearsals for retirement. Watching the stock market tumble these days can be nerve-wracking, especially for those of you right now closing in on retirement. This morning, Barry Glassman of Glassman Wealth Services provides some perspective for you. The market's going to react based on expectations, and the expectations were that inflation was going to come down. Gasoline prices have come down. Some home prices have come down. So a lot of prices have been declining. So the hope was on this inflation reading, we we're going to get some good news. Unfortunately, there are three areas of persistent inflation that stubbornly kept going higher. Food, rents, or what they call equivalent rent, uh, and wages. And the challenge is it just means that the Federal Reserve needs to put more brakes on the economy with higher interest rates, and it, it could be painful. Barry, everyone knows the adage, like, basically, keep your money where it is. Everything's <laughs> going to come back. Uh, is that the best thinking? And if you have money to put into the market, is this the time to do it? Or could it be heading south still? So, Hillary, you want to know exactly, is now the right time to buy, hold, or sell? And my sense is, I wouldn't react to this. If you have money in the market, I would, I would stay put. What I like to look at is how much time did the market give up given year-to-date's downturn? And really, it's taken us back to where we were last spring. So we're back to where we were about 18 months ago on the S&P 500. If you have extra money, I still encourage people in their 401ks and whatnot to dollar cost average and put money in. I wouldn't try to time the market out. But if you need money in the next, let's say, 6 to 12 months and you need that cash, I would make sure that you have it set aside and not ride the market over the next 6 or 12 months or any, t any point in time if you need cash in the short term. Talking inflation, that's Barry Glassman of Glassman Wealth Services at a conversation with Hillary and Sean. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Yeah. The time now is 325. Indeed, let's check your money news this morning on WTOP. The Dow's 1,276-point plunge Tuesday was its biggest drop since June of 2020. Unlikelihood of more aggressive rate hikes from the Fed with inflation still running at an annual rate of 8.3%. Rent is leading inflation. Shelter costs at the biggest monthly increase since 1991. A new D.C. bistro and wine bar called Irregardless just opened on H Street. It showcases lots of Virginia wines. Jeff Clable, WTOP News.
There's something hanging out in your home, loafing around, not contributing anything. Its name is equity. And Cap Center can help you put it to work with a cash out refinance. You can make home improvements, pay off debts, or really anything you want. It's your money. And thanks to competitive interest rates and a cap on closing costs, a cash out refinance with Cap Center gives you more to work with. Plus, our upfront underwriting makes closing fast and easy. We do it for clients like you and clients like Justin Jackson. I'm a local business owner, so I understand the value of teamwork and communication. The Cap Center process is smoother than any I've experienced. And with the money for my cash out refi, I this episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online.